Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine. You're listening to a new Two Cyber Chicks podcast. You're about to join Erica and Jax for an inclusive cybersecurity conversation designed to educate and break the stereotypes of cybersecurity professionals while providing life hacks on how to handle burnout, networking, and goal setting. Knowledge is power. Now, more than ever. Erica, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you in forever. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for bringing me along to your adventures at RSA. Yeah, I'm so excited. We've got Courtney Cohen here, the Senior Director of Cyber GRX, and we are going to be diving in. And just like you heard Erica say, I am at RSAC, which is in San Fran, and we are on site doing interviews. So really quick note, you might hear an elevator, might hear some noise in the background. It's because we are on location doing this interview. So I'm really, really excited. We don't have a lot of time for this interview. It's going to be a little shorter than our standard one. So we're going to jump right in. Courtney, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. No worries. I talk fast, so we can, we can get all in. <laughs> no need, no need. It is 7.30 here, just to let everybody know. 7.30 a.m. and we are ready to rock and roll. Let's kick it off first by talking about your really unique background and how you got into where you're at right now with CyberGRX. Yeah, sure. I think my career path has been circuitous, if there was a word, but I think that's becoming more and more the norm these days, right? So that's okay. So I was telling you a little bit about, I started in the humanitarian assistance field. I think I've just always been drawn to disciplines that let me really explore the human experience, whether it's journalism, psychology, anthropology. I just really love getting to know about people and their stories and being able to tell that story to other audiences. And I think that's obviously been propagated through my work as a product manager. It's pretty core to that role. So I think that was a very serendipitous segue into what I'm doing now. But I segued into the tech company from humanitarian assistance, working with an ag tech company, helping farmers in developing worlds use data to improve their farming practices in the face of climate change. And I just immediately fell in love with the possibilities of a software solution, the rapid pace, the innovation, the creativity that's not only possible, but expected in companies like that. It was just such a different pace and such a different breadth of reach than I was experiencing in the NGO world. And never left. So <laughs> segued the ag tech role into fintech role. And then actually a friend referred me to CyberGRX. And I saw that the uh, the innovation that came with the software company with the dynamicism and the demand of the cybersecurity world, it just compounded what I love to do. And and I haven't left since. So amazing. Yeah. It's such a crazy story, isn't that, Erica? <laughs> that's that's a wild ride, honestly. So I want to talk a little bit about the conference. I know um, you guys have been there for a few days now, and I wanted to hear about what goals you set before you came and how you've been doing against those goals. Yeah, I think per usual with these conferences, it's about leads, it's about networking, it's about getting brand recognition and our name out there. I think we've had a really successful week. RSA is always a very long week, full of very long days, but having not had the opportunity to come to a conference like this for the last two years makes you appreciate really what this sort of environment allows for. Mm -hmm. This is a sort of energy, a sort of camaraderie, a sort of community that you're never going to get over Zoom, right? And just being back in it makes you realize what you've been missing. And it's just, while it's been exhausting, it's also energizing. And so it's been really great being on the floor, being in the booth, having people come to us. And I think for me, the most important thing that I've witnessed this week is the type of conversation I've been having looks so different than what we were having two or three years Mm. ago. 
It's been our company's mission to kind of shift the focus away from kind of rote data collection, assessment gathering, assessment tracking, checking that compliance box, to really understanding your risk and managing that risk and doing it in a meaningful way. And my conversations this week have really been more about understanding what am I knowing about my third parties? What should I do about it? Why is it important? Not just how quickly can you get me this assessment? How quickly can you make my boss happy? Those things are still important to some degree, but I think the focus is, is shifting to a much more you know, meaningful area of risk management. So that is very exciting to see. That is the, the culture and mind shift that we've been hoping for as a company as well. And you've been in risk management for how long? A little over four years now. And you've already, you're saying that you've already seen that shift just in the last couple of years. Yes. Yeah. I think as you know, these threat actors get more creative, we realize we can't just kind of rest on our laurels and think, hey, this rote data collection, this thing that we've been doing is good enough to just keep doing in perpetuity. We have to kind of up our game and we have to get smarter about how we tackle these problems. Absolutely. So you've been in the industry, you've been with Cyber GRC or Cyber GRX yes. for about four or five years now and you're already a senior director at the the company which is huge like congrats (laughs) on that that's amazing as a woman in executive role what challenges have you seen if you've seen any what challenges have you seen and how have you overcome those hurdles yeah i mean there's not only an underrepresentation of women in cybersecurity, but in tech in general right so even before i got into cyberdirects i was aware of this kind of disproportionality I wouldn't say I personally felt a lot of negative consequences of that myself, but being aware of it is something that makes you kind of feel a little bit more pressure to be the best representative of that underrepresented group as possible. Mm -hmm. If for no other reason than it feels like I'm kind of holding that door open for other women to come Mm -hmm. in to make it feel like, hey, there is a way for you to come through. You are welcome here. There is a space for you. Because if you don't stay visible, then I think it's harder for the next generation of the workforce to think that this is possible and the problem's not going to change. It's not going to evolve into something a little bit more equal. So while I haven't had any kind of outright, (laughs) you know, discrimination or whatever that might look like, I do feel that pressure. And that might just be me and what comes with being kind of the only woman at the table, the only female voice in the room. But I would like to see that change. I would like to see females stop becoming a prefix for a role or for a title. It needs to be the norm that it's just men and women, 50-50, whatever that looks like, and stop using othering language because I think that keeps making it an exception that that you're a woman in the space. Yeah, this is something that Erica and I talk about, especially Erica being a senior director at Coal Fire. And I've ran an organization for quite a long time. And something that bothers me is when we're in this field, we're not just cybersecurity experts. We're women and then cybersecurity experts. So we have a lot of women that listen to this podcast, hence the name Two Cyber Chicks. (laughs) What advice could you give to those women that could be struggling right now in that role of trying to find their identity or trying to hear their, like trying to have their voice heard? Yeah. For me, I've been lucky to find a lot of mentors and maybe it's an overused word, but a lot of allies along the way both men and women, I think there's a tendency for some to think if we admit or acknowledge the problem, then it's going to make it worse when I think it's the exact opposite. I think as women, especially, we do need the validation that this is real. This is happening. You're not just feeling something that Mm -hmm. doesn't actually exist. It very much exists. So find people that will help you identify why it's happening and how to fix it. But I would also just say you need to find what you love and you need to focus on that part and that aspect of the job. There's going to be challenges. There are going to be adversities in every job and every field. And if you hyper-focus on that, you're never going to get out from under it, right? So you need to just make sure that you're doing what you love and that that makes the challenges along the way all the easier to tackle. Yeah. So mentorship, have people around to help you. And for those who need to hear it, accept that help. I know Mm -hmm. it's easier said than done. I'm I'm not one to speak. So it takes a village all along the way. So definitely surround yourselves with those who, who want the best for you and let them do that for you. I love that message. 
Thanks for sharing that, Courtney. I love all the tips and tricks. About anything coming up for you that's exciting. So what has Courtney got going on in terms of any big projects or initiatives, anything fun that you're working on? Oh, other than my wedding in three months. Um, <gasps> Congrats. Oh <laughs> yes, huge projects. Uh, I mean, we've been releasing some really exciting and innovative features, and we are using that to kind of parlay into all sorts of new and interesting conversations. Like I said, we are trying to be the genesis of a massive culture shift in the industry. And so getting ourselves more and more visibility, staying as thought leaders in the space, doing things like RSA, Black Hats in a couple of weeks, and really just kind of shouting it from the rooftops as much as possible. And that rooftop might be a giant conference center in San Francisco, or it might be, you know, a prospective customer call on Zoom in my office. But every conversation is a step forward in the right direction. And I just love what we're doing. I love what we're talking about. I love the innovation that we're coming through with. And I love seeing it click for people that, oh, there's a a newer, better, faster, smarter way to do Mm -hmm. things. And you guys have made it easy and accessible to do. And I love kind of being the evangelist of that, of that solution. That's been really fun. I love that. Yeah. And it definitely, you've got, I love, you can probably feel her energy just through this podcast and listening to her. And Erica, how tall are you? I'm about 6'2". She's (laughs) 6'2". It's awesome. Tall girls represent. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, The first thing I said to her when she stood up, I was like, wow, you're tall. Awesome. This has been great. So Courtney, if any of our listeners here on the show today want to learn more about you, follow you on your journey, or hear more about what things you guys are doing at CyberGRX, what is the best way to find you? For me personally, I love connecting on LinkedIn. I think it's a great platform for, again, that community building, that mentor finding, and all of those good things that come with it. LinkedIn's become such a dynamic medium, so many different types of conversations. So please find me on LinkedIn. I'd love to continue this conversation there. And then to hear more about CyberGRX, definitely start at our our website, CyberGRX.com. All sorts of information there. And then from there, you can find any sort of contact information for myself or our marketing team. And I could talk about our solution all day long. So happy to be contacted there as well. I love it. Well, thank you so much for the time, Courtney. And for our listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you have any recommendations for guests, please email us at two. That is the number two, cyberchicks at gmail.com. And when you get a chance, please rate and review us. We really appreciate all the support. We'll catch you on the next one. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Two Cyber Chicks Podcast with Erica and Jax. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.